0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then I talk to them about it, and we find out how it went. Uh, Today's guest is Anna Simone George. Uh, What a delight this conversation was. I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. Uh, I've been wanting to have her on the podcast for a long time, but she a busy lady. She's a busy lady. She's doing important things. She's got a lot going on. She's taking over the world. I might even say. Um, if you want to support her and uh, see all of the amazing things that she does, uh, she runs a bunch of fantastic shows all around the city. Uh, you can follow her at the Anna Simone on all of the things that you follow people on. Um, her assignment was about self-care. Uh, and I feel like her and I are very similar people in a, a lot of ways in our relationship with self-care. Uh, so I feel like we really got into it in this conversation. And I think you're going to appreciate that. Um, if you want to support this podcast in general, you can uh, like it, rate it, subscribe to it. Um, you can uh, stop everybody on the street that you see wearing headphones and be like, "Oh, are you listening to Love Is Everywhere the podcast right now?" Um, and then if they're not, you can berate them about it mercilessly. Um, things of that nature, you know. Um, but you know, positively in a in a positive way. <laughs> This is such a weird intro. Anyway, um, please enjoy this conversation with Anna Simone George. Anna Simone
1: George. Oh my goodness, Tracy Hamilton. I'm delighted to have you here <laughs> Thank today. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, we start with an honest, how are you? So uh, how are you for real?
1: You know, it's wild. I got asked that like at least four times today. And every time I've said, yeah, really? I'm good. People have been like, really? And I'm like, do you not want me to be like <laughs> not good? Because <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually I'm pretty good. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Why are you good? What's good, man? It's just I'm just chilling. I just, yesterday I was supposed to hang out with some friends and then I flopped on them to sit in my bed and Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think that's why I'm very zen right now. I like that. Yeah. You know when you see people too much in a week Mm -hmm. and then it like messes up your vibe Mm because I have social anxiety. So if I like hit the meter with talking to people, I'm like a zombie. So
0: yeah, I understand that. I I call it my like social battery. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I recharged and Mm -hmm. I'm, I think I'm okay. I went for a walk, got some sun. And like then the sun left. <laughs> I love a walk. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear you're thank doing you. well. How
1: are you? Uh, thank you for
0: asking. Um, I am okay. Good. I am. I'm am okay. <laughs> you know, I feel that. I feel <laughs> yeah. that.
1: That's a good, honest
0: answer. I was. I was telling. I. I kind of told Matt my. My honest. How are you? Just a few minutes ago. How I feel this week is. I feel like I am half-assing everything. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm also exhausted and doing as much as I can. Yeah. So not really sure how to, how that to full-ass Yeah, things. that was
1: me two weeks ago. And I was like, I hope people like four week late emails because that's what mm. they're getting. I'm not. And I've just been like, oh, sorry, this was stuck in my drafts. Oh, yeah. man, just saw this. No, I mm. for sure saw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how
0: I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, okay, so I, I downloaded this uh, mood tracking app. Oh, no way. How is it? it's great it's good it like and so it checks in with me once a day and just asks me how are you feeling right now select one of these emoji faces mm. um but there's no emoji face for crippling self-doubt uh, so
1: <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like it would be that you know that emoji with like the curved uh oh the wiggly legs. mouth yeah 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That, that would be it. it yeah wiggly mouth smiley <laughs> that's how i'm feeling today
1: <laughs> oh my goodness
0: but i am liking having the check-in
1: Really? Yeah. I feel like that would, I was at a show the other day and somebody asked me, how's your mental health? Like, instead of how are you? And I was so like (laughs) taken aback by that. And I was like, I think it's good. And I was so, if a phone Mm. asked me that every day, I would probably throw it out the window. Like, instead of delete the app, like, that's good. That's really good that you're doing it.
0: Well, I think for me, like I, uh, I have to make a pointed effort of checking in with Mm. myself because otherwise I'll just breeze by it. And that make no <laughs> note or recognition of how I'm feeling or doing not at the all. the same
1: way. Are you one of those people that like buries everything until one day you explode and then you're like, why am I upset? Yeah, it yeah. can
0: definitely be that. Right. Or like uh, have not identified what emotion I am feeling. Yes. Just know that I feel not good in some capacity. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I feel off, but I don't know what emotion I'm experiencing. I always
1: blame like energies. Mm. I like tap into my hippie side mm. and I'm like, something's wrong with the universe. Mm-hmm. And my friends You're like, I think you're just sad. I'm like, nah, it's not me. It's the world.
0: You know what? I'm constantly uh, astounded by how often the solution to a bad mood is food. Ah, yes. That it's like, oh, I'm feeling off or I'm feeling sensitive or I'm feeling insecure. And what I really need is a snack. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I feel like we've like regressed into babies again. Because like for the longest time, that was never an issue. And now my mom, my mom has like seen it head on and been Mm -hmm. like, all you do is like nap and eat and be cranky, and I'm like, yep. I it's me. Like I don't know how else to function. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, to?
0: my sister told me once, like her and her husband, when they're uh, having like a tense moment or or bickering a bit and stuff, they they realize that usually it's because one of them is hungry. <laughs> so so now when they have like a moment like that, they're like, does one of us need a snack? <laughs> Like, maybe we should each eat a granola bar and then come back to this yeah, conversation. Let's back after a good snack. Uh,
1: that's smart. That's yeah. so smart. So,
0: your assignment, uh, mm-hmm. the category that you picked was self care. And the assignment that I gave you was that you had to take yourself on a date. Yeah. And I told you to be really present with yourself on this date. Um, like, uh, I think the example I gave you was like, you wouldn't be, if you were on a date out to dinner with somebody, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast while you were on that date. You I wouldn't, would. No, you, <laughs> you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be like reading a book uh, yeah. while you're on a date. So just like be with yourself um, and just spend some time treating
1: yourself. How yeah. did that go? It was great. I date myself a lot because I hate dating people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation thing I'm not down for. Mm-hmm. So... I was going to go to Allen Gardens because I usually date myself there. Like, I love just walking around and checking out the flowers. I so love Allen Gardens. That was one, years, yeah, that so was one nice. of my suggestions. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, like, how does she know? <laughs> <laughs> but I realized the one thing I've been putting off for myself was getting a haircut. And mm-hmm. it's such an intimate experience for me because, like, even though you're with someone, it really is a moment with yourself because there are yes. moments where you're just sitting there no one's saying anything. And you're like, oh, it's just me and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, like, you would reach for your phone, but you're like, maybe that's rude. <laughs> yeah,
0: and also, like, even just the... Um- angle of your head is important when you're getting haircuts so you can't necessarily be looking down the whole time. Exactly. It is an intimate thing with yourself because you're also just like however long the haircut is taking you're spending that amount of time just looking at yourself in the mirror. Yeah and I'm
1: like have I looked like this all day. I learned over the years of getting haircuts that I'm like I should get my eyebrows done like before Mm. or like I should fill them in before I get my haircut because then I'm just staring at myself being like should have done my eyebrows (laughs) everyone here has their (laughs) eyebrows done I'm the only one that looks like a bald-faced baby like what's going on um
0: incidentally your haircut looks fantastic thank
1: you so much I was at first because like my hair was pretty long because it's curly like bounces Mm -hmm. back up so I just want also the same hairstylist I'd messaged her love her so much I messaged her around like January you know the month where everyone is like Let's just shave our heads because we're yep. sad. So I emailed her and I was like, hey, I think, I think I want to do a pixie cut. How do you feel about that? Should we do a pixie cut? She's like, I love big changes. And then mm. I was like, you know, what? never mind. So yesterday <laughs> she was like, she was like, what are we doing today? I was like, just a trim, just a mm. trim. I'm not sad anymore. Just a trim. And mm-hmm. she left it. That was really cute. But she was like, just so you know, like your hair is going to pop back up. And I was like nervous because my hair to a certain length, if it's too short, I look like Annie or something like it's just not Right. But she did a great job and I'm so happy and uh, my curls are back, which is nice. For a while, I started looking like an unkempt puppy and it was like, you know, in a cup, like, or like those babies that wake up from naps, like Mm -hmm. there was nothing I could do (laughs) about my hair. Um, But yeah, I love it. It was like really nice. I think getting my nails and my hair done are like, uh, like a ritual that I've, I've started like taking part in Mm -hmm. for maybe the last like two or three years. I've like really focused on making sure I'm on top of it because it's like it's an extension of myself and like my hair is something that I grew up hating. So to like finally love my hair and like it is an extension of myself. So it's taught me to love myself as well. Yeah. And it's it's an act of self love to
0: spend time taking care of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So really great time. 10 out of 10. I recommend, uh, happy to date myself again. Excellent. (laughs) Um,
0: I love that you said that you do this for yourself often. I love that.
1: Yeah. I, so when I started, uh, just, living in the city I feel like we're constantly running around like doing 20 things at a time yep. and then you don't really just
0: perpetually over schedule literally yep.
1: and or somebody's like you want to hang out and you're like how's four months from now
0: yeah I feel like that's every time a friend reaches out to me yeah like I have a couple friends who aren't planning in advance people who will just be like hey what are you doing today yeah and I'm I have to tell them I'm like this is not me not appreciating this friendship <laughs> this is me appreciating the friendship and letting you know I will never be free today.
1: Yeah. Ever. Ever. Any today. I will never be free. (laughs) (laughs) And like, if I do get a moment for myself, there are maybe like three people that could message me and be like, you want to do something right now? And I absolutely would. Mm Because with those people, I can be my absolute self. Yeah. But when like somebody I'm not super tight with is like, hey, we should hang out. I'm like, I need to emotionally prepare (laughs) Mm -hmm. to leave my house and talk to you.
0: And it's not about even like enjoying the company of that yeah. person like it goes back to that social battery thing of, it's just me like,
1: like i just yeah i feel like especially because as comics i feel like when you sit with other people who aren't necessarily in your like immediate friend group you're like constantly performing mm-hmm. and it's not like you mean to it's just that like it's so my all like immediately when the conversation's awkward, I'm like, I should tell a joke like this is so dry yeah. right now. So, yeah, I
0: feel nice. like you and I are both and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, but I feel like you and I are both social introverts. Yes. That we are like friendly and gregarious people. Yeah when we're out in the world but are introverted in nature and need to recharge alone a
1: thousand percent unless you've given me like a couple glasses of wine suddenly i will talk to <laughs> anyone but then the next day i'm like shaking in my bed and i'm like oh my god don't let me out of the house mm-hmm. but yeah for the most part and this is i think are you one of those people that has a friendly face or you're like walking down the street and like somebody will be like hello and you're like oh my constantly. god Ugh, it's the worst constantly the guy did it to me twice today i went into a coffee shop And on my way to the coffee shop, he was like, hi, have a nice day. And I was like, that's nice. He didn't say anything weird. And Mm. then I left the coffee shop and he was still there. And he was like, hey, have a good day. I was like, I need to go home. (laughs) This is too much.
0: I have a face where like people who sit beside me on the bus will just start telling me their deepest, darkest secrets. Yes. That happens all the time. It's so weird. I get asked for directions more than anybody else. (laughs) One time they formed a line. Complete strangers. So a, a stranger came up to me. In, in the in the subway station and was like, excuse me, like, how do I get to... And, uh, like, I start giving this person directions and then I noticed there's a person waiting behind them who I thought was with them. No. But then once this person was done, the other person approached and asked me to re- separate directions. They I, formed a
1: line. Were you wearing, like, a TTC vest? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just my resting customer service face. <laughs> but they were like... Like, oh, I'll just line up and wait to talk to this.
1: That is so... I got on uh, the subway and the weirdest thing happened. This lady sat next to me and she was like... Like super bougie. So I was like, I don't know why you're on the subway. But so imagine this like lady with like blonde hair, bright pink lipstick, huge sunglasses, mm-hmm. fur coat, like fur. That's
0: exactly who I was picturing. It's <laughs> but...
1: probably the sa- Exactly. So she sits next to me and she has like the tiniest bag and a Starbucks cup. And mm-hmm. I guess she's never held two things at the same time. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like fumbling to open her bag. And I was like, just put one of them in between. your. Why is it so hard? Yeah. So she looked at me without missing a beat. She was like, can you hold this? like her coffee cup and i was like i would never in my life ask ask a
0: stranger to hold my coffee right so
1: i didn't know what to do because like i'm anxious so i just immediately said yes Mm -hmm. and i was like sure no problem and then it i held it for like way too long i was like am i what is happening (laughs) and then it was like a good like two minutes and then i gave her back her coffee Mm -hmm. cup she didn't say thank you or anything and i was like okay that's fine okay and then she started talking to me and then somebody came down the subway and asked for money. And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any money. I'm so, and then she brought me in and I was like, I need to get off this subway. I said this at a comedy show once. And somebody came up to me during intermission and was like, I was there when that happened. (gasps) And when you got off after this whole thing happened, she turned to the person next to her and asked them to hold her coffee cup. And they held it for the rest of the ride.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that could have been me. It was nuts. (laughs) I wouldn't even, like, okay, I would never, it would never occur to me to ask a stranger to hold my coffee cup. Ever. Even, like, I notice in moments where, uh, like, I'm with a friend and I'm fumbling or something. It doesn't even occur <laughs> to me to ask my friend to hold my coffee cup. Which maybe that's not the healthiest thing. I should ask for help. When I always I need ask it. my
1: friends, especially with my shoelaces. Even if I'm, I have a pair of shoes that are always getting undone and I'll tie them. And then mm-hmm. my friends will stop me and be like, it's undone. And at this point I'm like, I don't care. And then they start tying my shoe and I'm like, this is uncomfortable yeah. now. Like, now people are staring like I can tie my own shoes. So yeah. Ask your friends. They're really helpful.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So talking about like uh, taking yourself on a date, setting aside time. For yourself. Yeah. Um has that always been something that you've done?
1: It no, it hasn't. I think I'm one of those people where I love working and I mm-hmm. love especially when I'm trying to like avoid feelings. Ooh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'll just take on a new project. Like, what's the deal? And for the longest time I'd like work, 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 burn myself out. And I also I think I came in this revelation when I was like dating this one really shitty dude. And he was like, I don't know why I spend money on your nails. Like, it's such a waste of money. And I didn't know how to defend myself because I was like, it is a chunk of money that, like, I am spending mm-hmm. almost every month. But, like, I can't explain it to somebody who doesn't do it. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, especially women, like, when you go get your nails done, it's, like, it's a really intimate experience and it's I can't touch my phone because my hands mm-hmm. and that's amazing because I'm on my like if you check that app like that update oh, yeah. on the
0: iPhone the one that tells you how much time you're spending yes. on
1: your yes Hodo took my phone and was like you spend nine hours on your phone I was like <laughs> I didn't even know I spent nine uh, in a week that's like yeah. that's a lot of time and and to have that one hour in a whole month or hour and a half where mm-hmm. I'm not touching my phone is incredible and to have scary long nails is also an incredible feeling it's just and also if i don't have my nails i'm probably really sad like because mm-hmm. my fingers look like vienna sausages without them so <laughs> i like to always have my nails done because it's just like a really intimate moment and like with my hair that's something i put off for a really long time like i could go like six months without a haircut and then i'm mm-hmm. like nah, i should probably go but when i do go i'm like man i should do this more often and i think especially as like a person with textured hair i can't just go to any salon mm-hmm. and i have and they're always like, oh, we can for sure take care of your hair. And like, then I know you need somebody yeah, you trust. <laughs> exactly. And then you
0: never leave them.
1: I've had people look at my hair after confidently being like this. Oh, I love I love like cutting curly hair. And then I see the look that they look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And it has been bad. And f- like to have a, a salon that like specializes in textured hair and like. It's just everyone in there knows that they're there for a reason and it's like really intimate and everyone's like talking to each other and stuff or just fragments of conversations happening and it's usually like all women, which is also really Mm -hmm. nice. It's not often that you get to go to a space filled with a bunch of women at the same time yeah. Um, because usually a guy will come in and ruin it. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it's it's something that I've just started kind of incorporating into my life because like if you don't take that time for yourself, when are you? mm -hmm. And like, yeah. I just like it. <laughs> for
0: me, I have the habit of like I go, go, go and uh, like don't take any time for myself. Yeah. Don't allow myself to rest and then get to the point of burnout. And it's not until I'm burnt out that I'm like forced to rest. Yep. It's like not until it's like I get sick or yeah. like my body's just done.
1: And it's sick to a point where like even if you're like, OK, I'll take a couple days to recoup. Your immune system or your body itself is not like fully... In charge. Yeah. It's still like, you're still running on 50%. Like, just take a break. Mm -hmm. But in this economy and in the city, breaks are not afforded. So... It's especially as part an artist. of the culture that we exactly have. Yeah. exactly i remember being sick for like it was a good month like i was sick for a week and then i get better and then i was sick again mm-hmm. and it was like sick sick like i couldn't perform i couldn't whatever or the time i got laryngitis and i like lost my voice i'm like how am i supposed to do stand up with yeah voice? that's it's literally just talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that that made me realize i was like i really need to take a moment for myself because if i'm thinking about it from a business perspective I am my own business. Like I can't Mm -hmm. just shut down for a couple of weeks. I'm not Beyonce. Like I don't have that kind of money or whatever. So taking the time to just kind of chill and just do my thing without talking to anybody has really helped that. Do I take care of my health? Not as well as I should, (laughs) but at least my hair is done. So, (laughs) (laughs) but you look great. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I need to focus a little more on taking care of my body itself like getting some yeah. kind of exercise. I have these core exercises that I'm supposed to be doing oh like goodness. every day.
1: Like just core? Yeah, cuz I have like
0: I have back problems oh, and I see, stuff. I see, so I'm yeah, I'm supposed to be doing these core exercises every day and they honestly like no lie
1: take 10 minutes or less. But the thought of getting out yeah. of your bed to do that, that takes like a good hour and a half. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, they're like it's a 10 minute <laughs> 10 minute a day commitment which is so doable. Um, but I almost never do them. Yeah. Um, and then I did them <laughs> finally, like a couple weeks ago, I got like a, that surge of motivation and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bust out <laughs> the yoga mat. I'm going to like do some stretches. I'm going to do these core exercises. And I did them and I was sore for like two days <laughs> afterwards. And I was
1: like, this is exactly why I need to be doing this. When I first started working out like the slightest movement, I was like, this is too much. Mm-hmm. This is, I cannot do this. This is exhausting. And I think I'm in the my type of mindset is if I have like a point system running, like I used to, forget about my credit because it would make me too anxious yeah and my credit like plummeted and i was like that's fine i'll just pay everything all at once which is bizarre you cannot do that mm-hmm. um so i downloaded an app that would help me watch my credit and every time my credit score went up it would show in a graph and i realized mm-hmm. that that's what would entice that's what you me. love is graphs yeah you know, i guess yeah, graphs and like graphs points and numbers and the, yeah <laughs> just <laughs> things going up i was like yeah <laughs> so i think if i if when i started incorporating not like a point system into my workout mm-hmm. but like it's also hard because if you cannot physically see the changes, then you're like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. And you're doing all this work and like nothing's happening. But then I started noticing I was getting like freakishly strong and I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. And I think that's the only thing that motivates me is that I can like maybe pick someone up at some point. But
0: yeah, that's it. So. Oh man, picking somebody up feels so good. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just think about that <laughs> I feel every like time. You're a superhero. <laughs> every time I do a crunch, I'm like, ah. <laughs>
0: i will start doing my core exercises i will i'll do
1: it um i don't blame you i never do core ever i i'm like it'll just build itself while i work (laughs) on other
0: things (laughs) i notice it all the time though like i feel like um it's the thing that stands out most when i'm doing like a menial task like mopping or something (laughs) i'm mopping and i'm like ooh, why is this mopping so hard and I'm like, oh, core, or like shoveling my uh, sidewalk.
1: Oh my! You have to shovel snow. your
0: sidewalk? Yeah. Jeez. I know, isn't that isn't that some bullshit? I'm so sorry. And I'm uh, so uh, we're on a corner,
1: mm. and oh my god, that's a lot of stuff. <clears throat> yeah,
0: so we got like a, a notice being like, you're responsible for like the entire perimeter of your house, and we're gonna fine you if you don't do it. Isn't
1: your landlord supposed to do that? Yes. If you're listening, please <laughs> shovel her smell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, like, shoveling snow, and I'm like, man, I should not be this tired. Oh, I would
1: be sweating. <laughs> I was vacuuming, and my vacuum is like, really dinky. It's, like, mm-hmm. not even meant to be a vacuum, and I was like, this is too much work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely hot from doing this.
0: I feel like it is important because it's about how you feel, mm-hmm. you know, like what you were saying about, like, it's hard to motivate if you aren't getting some sort of visual yeah. um, change. Yeah, it's so true. Like, uh, you want something
1: measurable. Yeah, and I want something instant. I have no patience. So when I first started working out, I was like, this is such a waste of my time. Like, Mm -hmm. I did one crunch and I was like, where are my abs? Yeah. And then I also got a personal trainer, which helped. And she's like... She's changed my life. Like I think before I met her, I I hated the gym because also mm-hmm. it's such a like male dominated environment and yep. everyone's like grunting and like whatever. Oh, there's so much grunting. So in much. The gym? Like when I Who work is out, that it's for. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, Who relax. Who is the grunting Who are you for? And you're running on a treadmill. Why are you grunting? Like I don't understand what's happening. And I I just I felt so. I think I waited to the point where, like, I disregarded my mental health. I disregarded my physical health. And I was, like, so tired all the time and, like, living off pizza. Yeah. Oh, I know that pizza life. Oh, my God. And my friends were like, I think you're depressed. And I was like, no, I'm just busy.
0: (laughs) 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 I've said many times that uh the, on, the, on, the, on this podcast about the live show the marker for mental health is how many times you order pizza yeah
1: i think in a month i would order mm-hmm. one like every week yeah. and i if i i was like on uh you know remember remember well, english buns yeah it's now pals or whatever <laughs> but i i typed in my name because i wanted to find something to like bring it back to trade mm-hmm. it And I noticed how many posts I had that were like, hey, buns, like I ordered pizza and I have some left. Who wants it? And I was like, yo, how much pizza was I ordering? And that's so expensive. Like it's not cheap. Like you could just adds up. Yes. For Mm -hmm. a month. I was Mm -hmm. like, could have just been eating regular food. But yeah, I think after a while I like that was also part of my like self-care routine where I was like, I wonder why my body is falling apart. Is it because and I was so Sleepy all the time mm-hmm. and also I would get like sleep paralysis all the time because like no sleep schedule and our like nightlife mm-hmm. life is like we get paid on drink tickets for the most part. Yeah. so all that stuff messes with you physically. um And I was like, I should probably take this seriously. So I met her and I was like listen, I don't care about how I look. I just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. And she was like, great and then it worked out and now I I've been seeing her for like almost, I think almost like two years. Um, and it's amazing yeah and she's so good because she's not one of those trainers where like i hate gym culture and i hate this idea of like having to be like ripped and Mm -hmm. whatever i'm like listen i just want to be able to like walk down the street and like not be tired um and i think that also is the reason why i love my like walks to like allen gardens or like my i love walking all over the city and i don't think i would have been able to do that at that stage of my life because Mm -hmm. i was like so physically tired um, and she, like, pushed me and stuff, so that was definitely part of my it's life. It's a great
0: thing to yeah. find a personal trainer, too, uh, who, uh, like, is with you on that goal of just feeling good. Exactly, like, and it's so hard to find. Was... Emily Heller has a great joke about yeah. that on uh, on her album where she talks about uh, how she, same thing, like, signed up for a personal trainer, and was like, they were like, what are your fitness goals? And she was like, I just want to feel better, you know, like, have more energy, yeah, things like that, and they were like, how much weight do you want to lose? And she was like, none like i'm fine like this and they were like um i need to put down a number
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is bananas because like i physically it looks like i lost weight but i'm the same weight that i was just strong i'm yeah i'm just like it's all sucked into like muscle now which is creepy the human body freaks (laughs) me out but when i told her it was uh, weight was never my thing she never even brought it up Mm -hmm. like and she never brings up weight she's always like you look like you look more energetic and if she notices yeah. i haven't been eating because there are times where i'm working and i genuinely forget to eat mm-hmm. she'll be like she'll be upset she'll be like are you eating and i'm like oh my god I'm, i forgot like i'm so sorry yeah. Where like she asked about my health she asked about like the actual things like a trainer Should be asking you about. And I like, yeah, literally changed my life. So do I go to the gym as often as I should? Probably not. But I, at least I can tie my shoes again. There Mm -hmm. was a while where I was like, this is hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I know that. I know that
1: struggle. (laughs) Like, This is exhausting. I'll just get Velcros.
0: It's a a constant source of um, anger for me. How much uh, your mental health is tied to your physical health. It's annoying. It is really annoying. Me and my friend Katie were talking about this where she was saying, Um, like mental health stuff is really important to her too. And she tried doing 20 minutes of cardio like four times a week. Yeah. And she was like, I hated that that was the most effective thing I've ever found. It's
1: the worst. <laughs> like, it's why the... is it this? <laughs> Sometimes I'll be, like, really sad. And I'm like, maybe if I just, like, lift one weight, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then I start to get really competitive and, like, forget about my sadness. And I'm like, how much more can I lift? And then I'm like, what was I doing again? And it's, I the brain, the human brain, the human body, I hate it. Like, mm-hmm. we're the most useless species when you think about it. Like, yep. do other animals go through this? Or are they like, oh, I'm sad. Like, what should I do? Like...
0: I don't know. My dog uh, seems to really enjoy doing
1: zoomies in the yard. So <laughs> oh, I love your dog so much. Oh, she's the best. Does she have anxiety? I love dogs with anxiety. I relate to them so. You know
0: much. what? She used to, and she's sort of grown out of mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm proud of her. Wow. Yeah, she's really been working on herself. <laughs> 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 she's a big fan of the podcast.
1: <laughs> she's been getting her hair done and her nails. She's uh,
0: too. she's chilled out in the, in
1: That's her amazing. old age now. Oh yeah, 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 cause yeah. She's 11 now. How much is that in dog years? Like. Um, 45 she's like 70 wow
0: yeah holy moly like she's retiring um she's (laughs) in her golden
1: years that's bananas my friend got a puppy and it apparently it was like a puppy a month ago Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah it's her teeth are falling out and i was like that happens to toddlers after like three years yeah she was born yesterday creepy creepy Mm -hmm. never mind all animals and humans weird it's weird
0: (laughs) yeah she's uh she's much less anxious than she used to be that's amazing yeah She used to bark a lot when I was gone, like, had Mm. separation anxiety and stuff. And then I realized that uh, the secret was that I just can't look at her for 30 minutes before I leave the house.
1: (laughs) For real. So you would just, like, avoid eye contact with her. Yeah,
0: like, you're not, like, when when I'm leaving with a friend, like, if a friend comes over to pick me up and we're going somewhere, I have to be like, okay, we're going to leave now and we're not going to look at the dog and you're not going to say goodbye and we're just going (laughs) to exit the house. Don't make eye contact. (laughs)
1: that's hilarious but it works and then eventually she was like i guess whatever like yeah she was
0: like it's clearly not a big deal that you're leaving and like i didn't realize that the whole problem was that i was like okay goodbye (laughs)
1: i'll miss you i love you i'll be home soon and she was like oh no you're abandoning me
0: i'm gonna howl for an hour while you're gone
1: (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) That is so funny. I wish you ever think back at the time where you didn't have anxiety or like you didn't realize you had anxiety. Mm. I'm like, man, I was such an outgoing person.
0: (laughs) So outgoing.
1: Life was so easy. Now, if like one person talks to me, I'm like, please stop doing that. This is uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm aware of my anxiety in different ways than I than I used to be. I don't feel like I've ever had a time without anxiety, though. I was like an, an anxious kid. Yeah. I think for a long time, I didn't know that it was anxiety that I was feeling.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of my like meltdowns were tied to anxiety, but I was like, mm. but obviously also as women, like if you talk to anyone, they're like, you're just emotional. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but also I think something's wrong with me. They're like, <laughs> mm, you're just nuts. Yeah. Like, you're not wrong. <laughs> but you're just a lady. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You're hormones. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is hormones. Please fix me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it freaks me out all the time um, how so much of the way that we feel and experience the world is just a series of... uh chemicals and electrical firings in our brain literally and i'm like
1: has nobody figured this out yet because i don't (laughs) have i physically don't have time for this like it's really really
0: spooky and i I don't like it no i
1: realized i downloaded a a period tracking app Mm -hmm. and it tells you like a wealth of information and because i started tracking and i noticed the week before my period i am so productive
0: oh interesting it is
1: wild and not productive in like a normal way like i suddenly have an itch to like deep clean my shoes deep clean <laughs> yeah. the stove and my mom will just be there and be like what is wrong with you and i'm like i think i'm getting my period yeah <laughs> and she's like in that case i'm fine with it like keep or i'll cook like a three-course meal mm-hmm. but then the week after that and the, actually the two weeks after that i'm uh useless yeah. i cannot do anything and i cannot move like oh my
0: god yeah. i'm so jealous of your surge of motivation it just
1: lasts seven days
0: <laughs> what happens for me is I'll, I'll just get really insecure for two days yeah
1: that too yeah that too. i where won't get I a text have...
0: back and i'll be like yeah
1: are they dead yeah but then i like a week later i'm like i don't care if we text or not text like mm-hmm. i actually would prefer if we didn't
0: i just have like yeah two days a month where like every room that i'm in i'm like i'm like I'm all alone. No, <laughs> no one, one
1: loves I'm, me. <laughs> no one
0: loves me. I, I'm Like, oh, I, I'd like to talk to someone, but no one wants to talk to me. <laughs> it's the and, worst. The, and then I, I, like, when I catch myself that, I'm like, ooh, who's this talking? <laughs> in my head right now and then i'm like is it three days before my period yeah yeah
1: i get irrationally (laughs) angry like somebody could be like oh have a nice day Mm -hmm. right and i'll be like what does that fucking mean why did you say that my day was going great you don't Mm -hmm. think my day is going great and then like a day later i'm like ah mm, i am just an (laughs) asshole (laughs) yeah
0: oh boy but that being said um uh not an excuse to not hire women for things.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll get shit done for seven days. Yeah, I'll some go- of us are having an extreme surge of motivation. <laughs> I should do contract jobs scheduled with my period. Yes, you should. You They'd should be sing like, them "This up. is our best seven-day working employee."
0: Hundred um, percent. Yeah, you uh, would classify yourself as like a workaholic kind of person.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I, that I think it's like an emotional avoidant. You do a lot. <laughs> You're me? a busy woman. <laughs> I. It's definitely like an emotional avoidant like tactic mm-hmm. for me, but uh, also I like keeping busy. When yeah. I have time to spare, I'm like,
0: mm. I'm like that too. I have yeah. a l- lot of trouble like sitting still.
1: Yes. I'm doing it right now. Right. I've been playing with my hands. I hope the mic isn't picking this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just clapping noises in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to do nothing. I find.
1: I don't know how to do nothing. Unless I'm on edibles then I have no choice yeah. than to sit there. <laughs> Just and... get locked into a couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Literally, yes. <laughs> but it keeps me busy. And I think what I like about my my version of busy is like, if I have, let's say, seven projects going on at the same time and like one... I'm like procrastinating on one, I'll work on the other. And mm. if I'm procrastinating on that, I'll decide to like paint a little bit. And yeah. then my painting will inspire me to do so. I'm like constantly working and I don't even realize it. But mm. it's a good source of inspiration for me because I feel like all, like, as artists, we'll go through lulls where like nothing's coming, like yeah. nothing's happening. Not even in terms of work, but like you could be hitting the stage seven days a week, but you're like,
0: But maybe you're not feeling like a wave of inspiration or you're You're not feeling like creatively fulfilled.
1: And then you just start doing material that you know is going to hit. Yeah. But like that gets boring because you're like, I know this is this is there's no drive for me to even do this. You're going to laugh and I know you're going to laugh. Who cares? But to that point where you're like, I need new material and you're like, but nothing's happened in my life. I like that's another thing why I love going to Allen Gardens or having those moments with myself where I can just like think mm-hmm. because it like unearths stuff in your brain that's been sitting there that would be funny but you've been so overworked that you haven't had a chance to like
0: yes connect it you need quiet time with yourself for things to come to you yeah and uh, like walking especially specifically walking uh, I get so many more ideas which Absolutely. I think maybe is part of why I feel so like creatively stagnant in the winter yeah Because I can't go for long walks, because that's one of my favorite things to do when I'm, like, having a day where I'm setting aside for writing or things like that is to start the day by going for, like, a really long walk. Um, Because it'll just kind of, like, like, get gears moving. Absolutely. Yeah, in the winter, like, I don't really have
1: that option. I try to, but then I get outside and I'm like, why am I doing this? You're like, never mind. (laughs) Or if it's, like, gray outside, my brain shuts down. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's gray for most of spring. and Like, I'm useless half the year. Yeah. But when it's sunny, oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Watch out!
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm useless when there's not sun. Yes. Like as soon as the sun goes down, I'm like, day's done.
1: Yeah, I'm like, you want to hang out? Done now. Sorry,
0: sorry, sun went down. <laughs> and like when the sun's going down at like five o'clock because it's the winter, we're like really sad vampires. Yeah,
1: like reverse vampires. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, nope. This day's over. Nope. Five p.m it's done it's
1: bedtime good night yeah you could not get me i think there was something that happened a a few months ago where i like i almost exploded like everything in my life was like falling apart Mm -hmm. and i was like i made this like huge facebook post where i was like i'm not coming out to your free shows Mm -hmm. like there's nothing you could make me do to move out of my bed Mm -hmm. in this emotional state so i can get zero dollars in return
0: yeah just can't do it no don't have
1: also you don't don't want me in that room i will start fighting people for no (laughs) reason just don't book me unless you're gonna pay me at least ten dollars so i think it worked and i highly recommend anyone else just have a mental breakdown yeah (laughs) it will really help your career
0: Yeah. I uh, I can't wait for this winter to be over. I'm really hoping that I get, uh, you know, like a, an Anna Simone Georgia week before a period surge <laughs> of motivation uh, <laughs> when the spring comes. I'm really looking forward to that
1: sun. The sun came out for like a good hour today. And I was like, I'm was going joyous. for a walk. That oh, was so beautiful. Yeah. And then I went to the mall. I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> and there were so many people. I was like, this is gross.
0: I feel like, um, yeah. Okay. So as a, as somebody who always has like a million things on the go, um, do you take moments to like congratulate yourself for all of that you have achieved and done? No,
1: I <laughs> thought so. <laughs> uh-huh. I, cause I think it's cause my, my goals are like very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, if I'm not like, if I continue to congratulate myself, like I won't get better. Mm. which is a very bad nice. yeah, so but I, I work better on negative reinforcement like when somebody's like you are bad I'm like really? oh, I'll show you bad and then I do really well unless it's something like uh, like a huge event that I pulled off then I'm like whoa sick mm-hmm. but once I do something over and over and over and it's like doing well I'm like okay great like, what now? Yeah. I, I need... I don't know. I my If I'm not on the red carpet, I'm like, whatever. Mm. This is cool. like
0: So you feed off of, like, change and advancement. Yeah. And uh, something being, like,
1: new. New, challenging, mm-hmm. big, different. The minute I start doing something over and over, I'm like, mm. great. You're good at this. It's
0: interesting that you say that you feed off of negative reinforcement. Because that's, like, the least... <laughs> effective management style.
1: I you know why? It's like, cuz I these- was raised by immigrants, so they're like oh, you got like a B plus? Like where's the like, A? Oof, yeah. Good for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, growing up, I was like how do I be better? And I think I just took <laughs> it's not healthy obviously, but I've taken this on myself and now every time also my dad is like so supportive and so is my mom. Like mm-hmm. they'll be like you're doing great sometimes and I'm like don't tell me that cuz mm-hmm. then I will immediately do bad cuz my brain's like okay. If I'm doing great, what's the point? And it, it's for it's true for me because, like, in the beginning of the year, I started off with, like, Shade's two-year anniversary mm-hmm. last year. And I was like, fuck yeah, nobody's going to stop me. Like, I'm on top of the world. I'm better than everybody. And then after that, my everything came crashing down. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to just... <laughs> and you're like, Not... I'm gonna be humble for yeah. a minute. I'm gonna yeah. just tell myself I could do better and be better, and uh, I'm waiting for that to.
0: It's really hard to find the balance between those things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because it's the like, yeah, struggling to figure out how to best motivate yourself, and uh, the mixture between like I should be appreciative yeah. of like what I've done, and I should congratulate myself and give myself the praise that I deserve for the things that I've accomplished, but then also like don't want to be stagnant and exactly uh, so don't want to feel like complacent and exactly where you are because you still want to advance and like especially like working in a creative field y- it's all self-driven right yeah. like you don't have a boss you don't have
1: somebody no giving gonna...
0: you performance reviews
1: exactly <laughs> and so it's just you and no one's gonna tell you what to do in your career because no. everyone's also trying to do the same thing yes so. and
0: like the there's uh almost like too it's too freeform
1: <laughs> oh so freeform and i find it so funny when people in our industry are like extremely competitive and i'm like if your only focus is stand-up like you were doing this wrong yeah like how are you so zoned put all your eggs in one basket like stand-up has opened so many doors for me so mm-hmm. many career options for me and stuff and i love stand-up stand-up is the goal obviously but like i'm not just gonna pray and hope That that
0: only stand up works out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel
0: like with comedy, you have to have your foot in a million different areas. Absolutely. That you have to be everything all at once. Yeah. I find that really overwhelming a lot of the time because, like, going back to me feeling like I'm half assing everything. It's like, well, it's easy to half-ass everything when you're doing, like, seven things at once. Yeah, exactly. That are all completely different and would all require you, the entirety of your attention and focus 100. to do perfectly. Exactly.
1: And I, But also, it helps you as an artist so much because it teaches you a lot about adversity and, like, mm-hmm. challenging yourself. And I'm, I'm one of those people that learns by doing. Mm-hmm. I cannot sit in a class for the life of me and learn something unless... No, you need to do
0: something hands-on. Exactly.
1: And I need to learn from my mistakes, so... If I produce a show and it doesn't go well once, I'll do it a second time. And if it doesn't go well a second time, I'm like, it's just not meant to be. Yeah. It's not a good show. And then I'll review the format. But I would have to do it for me to even know what's wrong. But I can't. Mm. you can't learn this kind of stuff from a textbook. No. Or a lecture or whatever. I mean, I'm sure a lecture maybe, but... I find that a hard thing
0: because like, I'm not great at embracing failure yet.
1: Oh, yes, I was born to
0: fail, so <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs>
0: it's something that I am trying to work on, is getting better with failure.
1: It's very relieving. When, well, my grandma told me this when I was young, and I don't believe in religion or anything, but one day, I think I failed a test or something, she's like, hey, listen, do your best and God will do the rest. So I try to like tell myself mm-hmm. that, but I'm like if I've tried my absolute best and you know, your limits and you know, your, like what you're capable of. Yes. And if you tried your best and it didn't work out, like at least you tried. Mm-hmm. Um, if have you, you read the
0: four agreements, <laughs> I've brought it, I've brought this book up so many times. Is this that, podcast. is that it's ridiculous. what it's about? Um, so it's basically like, uh, there are these four agreements that if you make these agreements with yourself and you stick to them and live by them, that you will have like a happier and more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one of the agreements is always do your best. Uh, and it, like it says in the book that like your best will change all the time Absolutely. and like from day to day you know so it's just like checking in with yourself what's my be the best I can do today and uh, uh that trying hard in all of the things that you do will be more satisfying to you ultimately a hundred percent I would also like to give a disclaimer about this book that um <laughs> if you read this book you have to take some things with a grain of salt it is <laughs> oh no it is First of all, a little out there. Like, I think, like, it's been a while since I've read it. I need to reread it again. But the I believe that the beginning was like, oh, like, this is all a uh, all of the reality that you are experiencing is a dream that we are all having of hell. Oh. Um, so, good. <laughs> so there are things like that in this book. It's like the plot of the good place. You just want to, yeah. like, yeah, you just want to <laughs> kind of let it wash yeah. over you. And then there's also some things uh, that I find kind of problematic in the way that he talks about relationships. Uh, so I would like... Just I just want to meet that this guy.
1: He probably owns like a it's farm.
0: A v- very excellent book. Okay, <laughs> I got a lot out of it. I think that those four agreements um, are very useful. Yeah. Um, the other three are uh, be be impeccable <laughs> okay, with your they're, word. They're,
1: the other three are trash. No, no.
0: <laughs> be impeccable with your word, meaning like speak your truth, like yeah. be honest and upfront. Uh, other things like uh, use your word for good, like don't gossip and and things like that, it will make you feel better to not do these things. (laughs) um uh what are the others don't make assumptions oh my favorite i know that's one that one is everyone's favorite is making assumptions because mickey's who feel so smart (laughs) um but you're wrong most of the time anyway so just don't make assumptions i go into things being like
1: (laughs) i don't know anything yeah because the worst thing someone could do is be like oh i know how to do this and then make an ass out of themselves you're setting
0: yourself up for failure literally by by assuming that you that you already know everything right and like we do it in um uh ways that we put ourselves down when it's unnecessary like if somebody doesn't text you back and you assume it's like oh no they're mad at me yeah. they hate me they don't like me and stuff it's like maybe they're busy maybe they're this in is, bed with a pizza right now and just
1: can't do it i used to be one of those people where i would i was in a relationship and i think it was very toxic on both ends mm-hmm. and it i was always like where are you like what are you doing da 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 and then i realized like this person was just working. Like they were yeah. an artist, so they were literally just working. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a self-employed artist, I had people doing the same thing to me and I was like, I don't know how to tell you that I'm not first of all, I physically cannot cheat on you. Like I don't yep. I cannot I don't have the time. Don't have the time. <laughs> and I can't stand other people. Yeah. So <laughs> if I reply to your text, I probably like you. Yeah. Or I'm worried you'll murder me. Like it's one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um but it this whole like assumptions thing is also what helped me navigate better relationships, mm-hmm. just friendships in general, because like, especially in our industries, I feel like a lot of people make assumptions about us, yeah, and and who we are on stage versus off stage, and like I am very much the same, I am just not, but like, it's you're an the extens- same but different, and that's, exactly that's
0: how it is for all of us, right? Yes. Like the the person that you are on stage is like a heightened, exaggerated version of you, exactly, um, but it. It's not ever going to be the exact same as the person that you are off stage.
1: Exactly. Or with social media. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always talking my ass out on Facebook and stuff. And when I meet people in real life, they're like, oh, you're actually very nice. And I'm like, do not say that because you are ruining my rep. Like, I <laughs> would appreciate this is it. my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would appreciate it if we all just thought it was scary. Mm. Or I get the thing I get the most is like, oh, you're much shorter in real life. I'm like, what did you think I was? Do you read taller on the internet? I think so. I think because I used to be very... I've toned down a bit because I'm I'm like, I don't have time for this Facebook shit anymore. I'm like, people are ignorant. They're going to be ignorant. Mm. If I have the time to put in this emotional labor, I will. But like, Mm. I... But it's too much a lot of the Google is free. Like, I don't have to tell you to not be racist or sexist or whatever. You're not in
0: charge of being anybody's teacher. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So... I think now that I've calmed down, I like I realize what people saw. I'm like, oh yes, I do read as like a six foot <laughs> three woman. But I think that that's a weirdly wonderful compliment. <laughs> I
0: know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> are surprised by your height because you just come off being taller. I think so. like it's so weird. Words.
1: I started taking photos next to, like doorknobs, so I'm like, you see the height of this door? This yeah. is the doorknob. This is, <clears> I, this is where am I am small. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird time. <laughs> I am uh, short and yet the tallest woman in my family. So wow, really? Yeah, that's bananas. How tall
1: is everyone in your family? Very short or short? Sorry, how well, short? <laughs> like
0: I'm five foot four, and then uh, my sister I think is five three. My mom, my my mom is shorter than her. I think so. She must be like five two.
1: What happened with you? You just like got a gene. I'm A giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gi- oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. But no one has ever thought that I read Taller on the internet. <laughs> <end.
1: laughs> Just shout a little. People will... Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you think Tracy Hamilton, you think
1: shouting.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So, self-care in general. How you feeling about it these days?
1: Oh, man. How I feel how about...
0: How you doing it? How How you doing with it?
1: How am I doing
0: with it? I yeah. try
1: to incorporate it more... Now, when I first started out being self-employed, I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for anything. I've got to focus on my career. Da-da-da-da-da. And then I was like, I need to just chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized self-care comes in many forms. Like sometimes for a while for me, I realized the root of my anxiety was like my financial insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I'm very goal oriented. So I'm like, if I need, if I have A, B and C, like, and in order to get to C, I need to fix the first two. So I was like, let me just figure out my life. Um, And it did isolate me a bit. Like, I I didn't go out as much. I didn't party as much, whatever. Um, Just, like, get my life on track. But now that I'm, like, slightly more financially insecure, I'm like, yeah, that was a form of self-care for me. Like, I was able to just focus on fixing my life a bit. Same with my health. Like, my Mm. health was falling apart. But I... Like in one of my earlier relationships, the person made it a uh, point to constantly comment about my weight. And I was oh, much, love yes. That. And I was much thinner at the time. I think it was like 130 pounds. Oh I, you could like throw me across. Yeah. I was like very small. And I think this person was just insecure about their Clearly. body. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Yes. Yeah. And I eventually after that relationship jumped into another one, never took time to like really understand myself. Mm-hmm. And then with that person, like, they were fine with my body. But I think I was carrying on all this baggage from yeah. the first relationship. And it adds on to your mind. And I had gained a bunch of weight, which is fine. Like, I still felt beautiful and whatever. But I physically... Like, my body had taken on this change so quickly that it was like... was. You didn't able... have time to mentally adjust. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't able to, like, physically adjust either. Because, like, I had gained all this weight so quickly that I couldn't do my... I think the biggest red flag for me was I decided to make a festival, which was uh, nuts. And I made this festival, and I remember I almost passed out because I was so overworked and my body couldn't handle what I was doing. And I was like, I really need to take this seriously. But I wouldn't have been able to take that step unless I talked to myself about it. Mm -hmm. Because when the first person that I was in a relationship with kept making it a point, I was like, this isn't something I want to do. Like, it didn't come from within me, and it wasn't for myself. It was for them. Change has to
0: come from yourself. Exactly. You're not going to be motivated to change literally anything about yourself. Exactly. Like, um, whether it's an appearance thing or just, like, internal stuff. Like, how many times have you, like, dated somebody who wasn't ready to deal with their shit, like, you know, you, like, you can't, yeah,
1: I, you can't make anybody do anything. Exactly. And the thing is, is like, when you come out of a toxic relationship with someone, you don't know how to communicate your boundaries and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. you're also unpacking all your shit. Yeah. So I, uh, it was like one toxic thing after another toxic thing. And I, I was falling apart, like emotionally, physically, and I had to take it upon myself to be like, what do you want from your life? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to perform at this rate, you need to figure out how to do that physically. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't matter how you look, like just figure out how you can better yourself. And that was my first step. And then my second step was kind of like figuring out my financial life. Cause I was like, if I want to continue (laughs) seeing a trainer or doing whatever, Mm -hmm. moving out, like finding a space for myself, like, and then realizing all these things that I needed for myself to be the best me that I can be. I think that's where self-care comes into play because it's those moments with yourself where you're like, who am I? What do I want? These like mm-hmm. self-reflective moments. Um, what are my boundaries? How do I feel after hanging out with certain people? Like, as somebody- That's a big thing. Yes. That's a big thing. Checking in
0: with yourself about like, am I having fun right now exactly like
1: being okay with just leaving like before I'd stick around because I'm like well if I leave like they might say this or they might Mm -hmm. do that and I'm like I don't give a fuck like I'm tired like I'm going home you have fun doing whatever you want to do like there have been moments where I went to like some place in Ottawa and some girl was like you want to do a line and I was like that's I just met you like I don't do (laughs) yeah yeah you can do whatever you want. And then I was like, I'm not having fun here. Everyone here is being weird mm-hmm. and there's a lot happening. And I was like, I'm just like, going to go. You can just leave. Yeah. I was, the power in just leaving is incredible. Like oh, yeah, comedy bar, especially like so fun when you're mm-hmm. doing a show. And then there's just so many people and everyone's like, stay for a drink. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, thank you. This is a lot. Sometimes I'll stay for a drink. And then I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. And then I just bounce like I bolt and I'm like, this is nice.
0: I think about like every social situation, every party, it's like stay until the peak funness and then and leave. then as soon as it starts to dip, yeah. that's when you leave. Yeah. And then you can remember that night fondly <laughs> and you had a good time. Don't wait until the fun runs out to Because leave. then
1: it's awkward.
0: Because then it's awkward yeah. and then your memory of that night is different. Yes. And your mood leaving that night is different. Like... Let the peak funness crest, you know, and then then, (laughs) then, then bounce. As
1: soon as it dips, then you're out. Yeah. So I think self-care is so important, and it doesn't mean, like, face masks or whatever. No, I know. This is a big thing. like,
0: yeah. For a while,
1: when I was going through my, like, depression pizza face, I was like, if I throw on a face mask, everything will be
0: fine. That's personal work. (laughs) I was like, man, I'm still sad. No, I read a great thing this week uh, that was talking about, like, if you're having confusion around what self-care and self-love looks like Mm -hmm. try to think of it like uh the way that you would love another person and show love to another person so things like uh if you were learning to love another person you would want to know things about them like what are your likes and dislikes what makes you angry what makes you sad what makes you happy like what soothes you when you're not feeling well yeah these are things that you would ask of a person that you were trying to learn how to love And so those are the things that you should be asking of yourself and investigating for yourself. A
1: thousand percent. And like, I think also when I was going in my back to back relationships, I didn't give myself a chance to think about that.
0: Yeah, because you're so uh, you can get so absorbed in the relationships and the other people and stuff that like what you really need is going to be like some time on your own uh to investigate your own
1: likes yeah. and dislikes and that's not for everyone like no. there are some people that can like bounce back and hundred percent and yeah. like
0: advice for any one person is not going to be exactly. the same advice that another person needs yeah. so like different. none of this stuff is universal yeah. at all yeah um and uh but i
1: think you and i are very 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 yes, similar, very similar.
0: <laughs> in a lot of ways
1: yeah i think it it It's all about checking in and, like, self-love is different for everyone. And self-love for me was, like, appreciating my body's changes Mm -hmm. through thin, through being much larger, through whatever. Like, an understanding, like, this is just a skin suit and, like, it's going to decompose. Like, I'm going to be buried or burned. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And, like, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. This is just the meat suit that carries my personality around.
1: Yes. And it, it helped me also establish a more internal love because, like, when you meet people or you're dating and they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. I'm like, okay, do you like anything else about me? Because yeah. I don't care if you find me beautiful. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. And I uh, know. Like, be- yeah. like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I never say thank you. You know, like,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, thank you for the praising yeah. the outward appearance. But also you are currently complimenting the one thing about me that is going to get progressively worse Gross. over time. Yeah. Um, and it's going to like decompose dropped, and, I was like, wow. and deteriorate. Yeah. And uh, if I put all of my worth in that. Uh, then I'm only going to feel worse about myself over time. 100%. So, uh, yeah, praise me on the inside stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: Speaking of praising on the inside stuff, um, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Oh, my God. I have so many
1: compliments I'm I so give I'm so bad at receiving compliments. Yeah? I
0: just, anytime somebody says something, I'm like, ah! <laughs> Take a deep breath and just absorb it. Um, I admire you so much. That Thank would be... You. A compliment. I admire so many things about you. I think you have this, like, fearlessness and uh, this, like, confidence and, like, self-assuredness that just radiates off of you. And, like, I've talked many times on this podcast about, like, the importance of trying to be, like, unapologetically yourself. And I feel like uh, if I try to think of an example of a person who does that it would be you oh my god you're gonna make me cry like (laughs) you you are unapologetically yourself and it is uh, like one of the things that makes you so lovable um is that uh, you're just like this is me this (laughs) is who I am and you like I'm sure of course you're a human person and uh, like must experience moments of self-doubt and criticize yourself and things like that but uh, you are just, you were just so, so wonderful. Thank you. And- I'm getting my
1: period. That's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I want to take a moment to thank you for all of the important work that you do in this community. The fact that you have like created and maintained these spaces for marginalized people thank in our you. community Sorry. for so long <laughs> is a, something that I hope that you take the time to congratulate yourself for because it's a really meaningful thing and is really important. And I think that you've created this whole space and community um and have allowed people um to see themselves in the people performing on your shows who uh, like you've created an opportunity for representation for people who have not had much space in our community before that and i feel like your show kind of unlocked something and it's sort of bleeding out into the rest of the community now uh where like because this is this is the thing about you like you are a boss bitch like you showed (laughs) like you're like not only is like representation important for like just people feeling you know safe and represented um but also like showing showing the community at large like not only that but this will make money yeah you know and uh, like there that i think that's really important because we live in this capitalist society that that's how we get change and things is like people will absorb things into the mainstream culture when they realize that they're profitable. Literally. (laughs) So I feel like it's an important piece of, like, unlocking, uh, like, tolerance and acceptance. And I feel like you have just done such important work, and thank you for that.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you to... I. I can't take all the credit. Like there were women of color that, that made spaces like this before me. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm going to stop crying. I appreciate it. But yeah, it. <laughs> I, think, I think you are uh, thank you so just much. a
0: wonderful person. And I
1: appreciate uh, everything that you do and, and who you so are. You're so You're so, I am going to live on this compliment for the rest of 2020. Uh, thank <laughs> you <laughs> so much. Thank you. And this podcast was so much fun.
0: Oh, I'm glad that you had a good time. Thank, thank you for doing it. Anytime. And listeners, go be nice to yourself. And remember that love yeah. is everywhere.